I'm Chris. And I'm Ryan. And this is season three of What's Up ABQ. Welcome back to another episode of What's Up ABQ. I'm Ryan. And I'm Chris. And today we have Sarah Kennedy. Yay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. Of yeah. course. So what 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 do you do? <laughs> tell us, tell us, tell us everything. That's Who are you? Who yes. are you? What exactly is a Sarah what Kennedy? What is a Sarah Kennedy? Yeah. Uh, so I'm a comedian and like writer, producer, inventor. Event, not, a, not an inventor, but like an event producer here in Albuquerque. Oh, wow. Yeah, I started doing comedy here in Albuquerque right after Laughs Closed, the only comedy club we've ever had. Right. And then it's so funny how many people don't know that it closed yeah, still. And still. You like bring up a comedy show and they're like, oh, like the, why don't they do it at the Laughs? You're like, let close. Like, 11 when, years ago. When did that Plus, happen? Yeah. 12 years ago, yeah. yeah. So I started after it closed because it was very DIY and then we got to like put on our own shows in bars and theaters and stuff, mm-hmm. and I loved that idea. And then I did that here for five years, and then I moved out to New York for five years, and then I moved back. Yeah. Okay, so before times, mm-hmm. how did it go from I'm a regular Joe Schmo or whatever to I'm now a comedian? How'd that happen? The entry level is is like the the barrier for entry is very low. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. actually, it's right. very right. like as soon as you um, there's multiple open mics all across the city even now that things yeah. have started to come back, but at the time almost every day of the week there'd be an open mic and anybody could sign up and some people would sign up like it was karaoke like people would just be like oh this is what I do on Tuesdays I go out and I say whatever I want to a microphone Um, and so at that point technically you're a comedian and you could like do that as much as you wanted to and then we would um, produce and book our own shows like showcases across the town too and uh, and, in other places and then there's big things like the Santa Ana Casino which uh, also was booking comedians locally to host and do some opening slot and festivals in the region and all that kind of stuff. Well, I remember like uh, back in the day, like Nexus was a big one. Oh, that was a big one. Yeah. And it lasted for so long. We had it for a really, really long time. And um, I think eventually, the thing about an open mic is that it's as open as, as you <laughs> can imagine it can be. Um, and so they, there got to be a point where I think it got a little, a little too open. open. Yeah. And yeah. some of the, the customers uh, had an issue with it. And then the owners kind of like... How does it work? Because um, I know that there's like open mic for like uh, musicians as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how do you, how does it like, you know, what's the difference between just doing an open mic for musicians or just doing an open mic for comedians? And then some of them are a hybrid where it's open mic. Someone could do poetry. How does that work? I mean, do you delineate that or does it just happen? Well, you know, it, it, it kind of depends on who's running the, the show. So like, I know like Brickyard used to do an open mic and it was mostly for musicians. So people would get like 15 minutes because that's three songs. And yeah. if you're at an open yeah. mic, getting three songs is a great way to go about things. Okay. But they would also give the comedians 15 minutes when they're just like <laughs> trying to like shoot the shit and kind of be like, that's it's a little long, but it's kind of nice if you're oh, like yeah. really working on some stuff and you okay. really want to do it. That's fantastic. But then um, I ran a mixed open mic at Broken Bottle Brewery. Do you guys remember that place oh, on the West shit. Side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... Uh... Chris from he yeah. worked downtown for a long time and um, God, where was that? At? Oh yes, they had like a watermelon uh-huh. beer. I know exactly where that mm-hmm. is now. Yeah, yeah. And um, we did, and so we would just say like, you know what, uh, singers, you get like a song. Comedians, you get five minutes. 
poetry people five minutes oh, you know just kind of keep it kinda yeah keep, i always say jingle the keys you want to like yeah. just keep things moving but also like th- that time goes fast uh-huh. when you're on stage i was around in those days spoken word poetry it was like there was there was like spoken word poetry there was comedy and then there was the the musical open mics mm-hmm. and like they were all like equally as like big you know yeah. you're fine okay. i've cool. already dialed it in for that cool. thanks for that uh yeah so yeah i mean it, it, the, everything was a little bit segmented but i will also say like the difference between uh, albuquerque and new york is that like albuquerque will allow for variety shows that have a genuine variety like you'll show up and you'll be like there's a drag queen there's poetry there's a lady hanging from hooks there's comedy there's like and then you got to new york and be like no the comedians are here and this is only for comedy or whatever so what, why do you think that is well it's just i think people who show up to new york or people who start in new york just are like we gotta keep things. Like, I'm not. I I can't stay here for 90 minutes, right? Because they got to go to another show somewhere yeah. else in town. Okay. Yeah, and then also I think it's just one of those things where it's like honestly, each lady who wanted to hang from hooks has her own industry that she's also trying to be part of out in New York. So That's there's true. gonna be 30 other like lady on hooks acts that want to be part of all the same show, and so or, or Ariel, any, any sort of thing. I'm not yeah. really like harp on the. Okay, so you were a big part. Like I was here back when you were here before, mm-hmm. and you were like you were probably the biggest comedian in the scene before you left you were up there you were like one of the you were one of the names I got to perform a lot that was you nice. did you yeah. did but like whenever people brought up comedy they would like they would bring like someone would say your name especially and like we crossed paths here and there like art bar days mm-hmm. so what was like when you left because I remember when you left like there was like a you were like a going away show and then like yeah. what was like the contrast of Albuquerque to going to to New York to do comedy like what was the you know what was the moment where you were like oh shit I'm in a different place I kind of like really I felt like I had like a real um, like Eminem moment where I was like hyping myself up to like it's gonna be different mom's forgetting yeah exactly like, yeah. I had a real like okay get your head in the game come on and then I got out there and they're like oh you gotta like put on your own shows and do your own and I was like oh it's exactly the same I didn't oh. realize like oh wow and so then I like it actually took a moment for me to kind of like sit down and be like oh I have this skill set I can do this here I can be in Brooklyn and do shows and mm-hmm. stuff and it, it's fine and then because of that then I got to like co-direct comedy festivals and be part of other other things and kind of and that was great but it was only because I had learned how to do it out here. Sure. Like, there was no way I would have, if I had shown up with just, like, two suitcases, here like, I am. Well, as a young comedian, get a stop in this town, that I would have ever been able to do any of it, so. I'm going to be a star. Yeah, exactly. No, that was not. Wow. But, like, what was the what was the hardest thing about New York? <sighs> well, here's the, this is, like, I, I think that maybe this is the most Albuquerque answer I could give to this, Go is that, it. like, before I moved out there, I paid my rent and all my bills by doing comedy trivia and like oh, some right. part-time social media stuff and then um i got out there and i had to work a 40-hour work week just to hit rent and then on top of that go and be like as much of a full-time comedian as i could so it was like just like 80 plus hours a week of work instead of just being like 15 plus then like whatever comedy you want to do <laughs> like i just felt like i came from this like nice kind of situation where it was like very supportive and we all did stuff to help each other out to some place that was like grind 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 yeah. You're not doing enough. And like, that was a big adjustment. Do you think we're still like that around here? 
happen. I think I think Albuquerque always is like that. So yeah. I brought my fiance back with me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an import. I'm me, an me, me too. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we both had a moment right when we moved back where we were like, we got to switch gears here. We're like not yeah. matching up with the vibe of Albuquerque. Were you too like fast, or were you too? We were like we were like spinning our wheels. Oh, where we were like, we're not doing enough. Where's the things? And I'm ah. Blah, blah, blah. And then the, you know, of course, COVID happens. Of yeah, course. exactly. And then it was like a real slowdown. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I, I was gonna ask. So it felt like just before you know, in the podcast we called it the event mm-hmm. COVID. <laughs> I feel like comedy was really big here. Mm-hmm. And it's then good. And then uh, is it coming back? I mean, like oh what? yeah, mm-hmm. okay. oh yeah, big time, yeah. I'm super excited about it. And also, it's one of those things, too, where I have always felt like a single performer art form is uh, safer during COVID than, you know, a, like a, a huge band or like a choir, obviously. Is yeah, very or theaters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's probably easier for restaurants, breweries and bars as they open to be like, oh, could one person be on stage and kind of keep people's attention? And it's like, mm. absolutely. Well, then here's your comedy. Right. Or like a DJ would also be like a really DJ. Great- this is like the salad years for the DJ. Right? Absolutely. Like Inside Out has had DJs every single night. Like not not like every weekend, every single night. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the same thing with like Revelry and like all those places too. Like they found a way to kind of yeah. be like, well, you know, I know you can't get up and dance quite yet <laughs> within. Re- I mean, yeah. that's not happening. Um, but like, at least there's somebody here providing some right. real life entertainment, and you're in a space having a moment with a crowd, which is nice. Well, I was to say it was it was interesting because you know we were continuing to to interview people whether in person mm-hmm. or remote around town for the show as you know as this was happening, and you know you began to see kind of a theme, and it's either people that can adapt mm-hmm. and figure it out mm-hmm. or, or you can't you know well and it's like it's like interesting to me because like this thing I've been doing for like 14 years going on 15 all of you a sudden you have another show yeah right <laughs> I have another show all of a sudden everybody's like ah we're gonna do that yes exactly yeah, that's exactly what we're gonna do and I'm like son of it because like right at the beginning <laughs> like right, competition no well, no like, like, here's a funny thing here's a funny thing at the beginning of uh, of COVID, I would just I would just throw the camera on, throw the mic live, and just sit there by myself, and I could get five or six hundred views. Yeah, boom! And like people were just like on it. They were like, ah, "Thank you, thank you very much!" Like it was crazy. Like I, it could be ten o'clock at night, and I would do it. And then like I, I feel like people started going, "Oh, like because you know like the box is mm-hmm. now like fully online," and uh, and you know I'm not saying I blazed the way to do any of that, but like you you have a show. What is it, uh, Sarah Kennedy and Friends? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. On Thursday nights, was it is it with the box or not? With yeah, the, I do it, it with the box. box. Yeah. Okay, and so it's like how many people can adapt, but not everyone was able to do that. Mm. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I saw people. Some people try, and you know, they just you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like you either can or you can't. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wild because in other cities they would do uh, like drive up comedy shows. Like it would be like a yeah. drive in movie, but with comedy on okay. stage. And we never even attempted that. And no. it was really one of those things where I was like, we could, we could do. It. We, if we found a good parking lot, yeah. we could do it. But it was. But everybody goes, well, wait a minute. This is Albuquerque. We've already seen like what the parking lot situation. Because <laughs> sure. like right now, there's like a. I don't know if you saw the the paper, the headline. Crackdown. Yeah, yeah. Because like people are getting shot in parking lot, uh, second and gold. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, so I don't know, man. <laughs> we could try. It. We could have tried it, I guess. But we we just can't all the time behave. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but Sadly. you know, yeah. Sometimes it's kind of the exciting part about being yeah. in Albuquerque too. Very like, true. Yeah. Very true. No, I'm not, yeah. Hey, I, 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 you know, everybody's like all the yuppies are moving in, and I was like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So will they stay? We'll see. We'll see. 
It's the medical waste and the needles. And, yeah. and, well, no, it's the it's the gunshots and the, <laughs> the yeah. car fires. Car fires. <laughs> Where do you go to get inspiration for jokes? Oh, um, well, it's interesting that you say that. So I think that there's two approaches to writing jokes. One of them is like a very Seinfeld, like show up every day and write in a journal and kind of work just work slog through it, yeah. and then you can kind of see that in the way that drinks. I'm sorry. I tend to go a little bit more of like a, as I'm living life, if something kind of just like they call it like keeping your like third eye open oh, yeah, or like yeah. whatever. It's like if something hits me and I'm like, oh, I'm sure I could explain that again later, and then I'll it's, kind it's, of. It's like that, like standing outside of it, going like, why do we accept this, and mm-hmm. why do we? Do, do people think? Why do people think this is normal? Mm-hmm. And then you point it out to them, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah, or like yeah. So if if we're just all hanging out and I said something conversationally, I would never try to like work a bit in to like impress you guys or just to right. gauge things off of you. But if we're hanging out and something comes up that you guys are just like, what? <laughs> come on, come on, I'm gonna be like, right. Consider it. And then most of the time, I'll be like, no, I'm sorry, that was just for that was just for friends. But yeah, it's interesting to me though, like how big the open mic scene has come here and like people kind of like it, like I've been to some open mics mm-hmm. after COVID and it's like almost a showcase like yeah. it's like mm-hmm. it's like this is a, like someone's like wow th- this is really good I never knew it was this good and I'm like because it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> like, this, it, yeah, there was there was always someone they had to tell that like so like I go to Holly's a lot and mm-hmm. they were doing it before I don't know if you ever got to go and it was like downtown downstairs and found oh yeah and um, this guy came from like Tucson or somewhere and asked if he could go up and the, first of all he took a crap in the bathroom and it's a very it's a really tiny, small space yeah. and then he went up and like told racist stuff oh, and so God. Royal got up and he's like you're gonna say the n-word and then shit in the bathroom and, da, da, da. and then, and then Zach, Abeda, Zach Abeda like did the same thing like they did and the guy they they got up and like laughed Just, well and, good and I was like and I like that kind of about her <laughs> like yeah if someone gets up and they say something stupid someone's gonna get up and like okay that was, you know, and it made me, it makes me, I love that about it. I think, it, I think right now in comedy as like a, just a general thing, there's like a real debate about what comedy is for. Yeah. So there's a, there's a really big faction of people who think that comedy is about just ex, like really exercising your first amendment rights to the nth degree. Like as far as you possibly can take it, that's what it's for. And that's what comedy should be. I tend to be on the other side of being like, I believe that comedy is about uh, creating a moment of joy with a huge crowd of people like if we can create a like a space that has joy in it like how rare and how special and like right. that's the that's the that's the goal those tend to come like to blows sometimes like sometimes right. literally um and i think that it's uh, interesting to see people come in and just be like i, I should be allowed to use slurs <laughs> and you're right. like i don't know about that though how much joy do slurs create well and like when you look back over like you look at comedy from the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. there's like very few of those people that like transcend in that time mm-hmm. like a lot of time you go watch it and you're like you cringe and you're like oh <laughs> and then there's and then there's a couple that are like oh you know I, I feel like Carlin he's kind of one of those people that kind oh, of yeah. transcended the time probably not everything but like you, you listen back to some like Eddie Murphy for example his mm-hmm. early stuff and you're like ooh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah ooh. <laughs> But it was funny at the time, you know, because, you know, that was the, the time. But, mm-hmm. yeah. And I know this will come out a little bit later, but did you happen to catch last Saturday's SNL? Wait, are you talking about Elon or are you talking about... No, no, no. The, the new one. I oh. saw some of it. Are you talking about the Hollywood Squares thing? Well, there oh. was that, but there was also the uh, uh, Weekend Update. Oh, with Anya oh. Taylor-Joy, where they switch jokes? Yeah. I think, okay, so here's the deal about okay. them switching jokes. I love that they do that because they put the right context around what they're doing. So, they like, Che makes 
makes Colin yeah. say yeah. awful stuff. Yeah. Awful, awful stuff. It's But the context is set. So the audience goes along with things right, right, knowing right. that the joke is this and that this is what's coming. And so I think that that's actually brilliant. Mm-hmm. If it was just Colin Joe's going off, I'd be like, okay, oh, yeah. why are we giving him a platform? <laughs> it doesn't seem... Okay. Yeah. Did you see the Hollywood Squares? Yeah, 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 yeah. We can't share this because I was like, oh. Yeah. I like half of the show is redacted. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, I'll take Bill Cosby and all of a sudden... <laughs> like, well, unfortunately, we cannot... Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was, I, I thought that was pretty fantastic. Yeah. yeah. They made fun of that. I was like, okay. And then who was the other person that... Uh, oh, they were, like, they were like, I'll take Kevin Spacey. I was like, <laughs> no, and, then, and there was the uh, Jared, the subway guy. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then like the full view of it had a poo from the Simpsons, yeah. too. Like, yeah. I, I thought that was really Oh, funny. wow. Yeah. I just thought that was like, she's all, she's all, I respect what you've done. And they're all, she respects that he lost weight. She does not respect what he's done. <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, but like, I feel like it's also, it's excellent social commentary, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, because you're able to take humor and like say something important. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, like you can, you, you can bring laughs and you can, you know, have, have a good time. But I feel like it's kind of like, so I'm also a fantasy writer and, yeah. and I have a big respect for sci-fi because I feel like really good sci-fi does that too. Yes. You know, it, it was able to, to pull out something that you might not take seriously or even notice and put it in a context where like, oh my gosh, like, it's like, I love, I love quoting from um, Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> the best. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's like, uh, for a moment there, we were kind of leaning that way. <laughs> I was just saying. I was referencing that movie this weekend because, uh, like, it, it's such a satire. Yeah, I, and people hated it because they're like, I wasn't like the book. And I'm like, eh. yeah. <laughs> you know, they were making fun of war, really. Yeah. And, and people who were like, warmonger, good bug is a dead bug. <laughs> yeah, all the propaganda, the way it's shot. Like, Would you like to know more? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like sometimes, sometimes the news kind of looks like. What's it is in Starship Troopers? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, uh, so yeah. you so you were gone for five years. Mm-hmm. How much had the scene changed in those five years? It's it's interesting because like I would come back and I try to do like shows when I'd come visit. Um, and to keep up with everybody. And then also, like, there's a couple Facebook communities that I've stayed, like, really plugged into mm-hmm. all throughout. Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't, I thought maybe I had my finger on the pulse of what was happening here. But then also, before we left, we, there was, like, a real, like, we're putting on a show, kind of Muppet show kind of, a, like, approach to things. And there was a lot of, like, they're called, like, premise shows or whatever. But it would be, like, these things where it'd be, like, oh, today we're going to do a debate. Or today we're going to do, like, a drinking contest show oh, or, like, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff and so and then when I got back everybody was just like working really hard on their like 10 minute set and it was just and so it just seems like that we kind of taken a turn toward that where people are just people are very serious here now and I like that I mean I like it I just yeah. also I tend to be very silly in a micro way and also in a macro way so sure. it was really funny like one night there was the inside out mm-hmm. uh, open mic and, and Roy Williams Jr. dropped oh in. god I remember that night and I was sitting there and it was amazing like, and like he's trying to like he's trying to like stand there and like <laughs> work on his stuff in his head and you can see it you can see it and people were just like trying to like network and like you know and and he and finally someone goes to walk up to him and he just like turned around walked away and he came over and sat next to me and I didn't say nothing to him and finally he like he like said something to me and like I so I started talking to him a little bit and he was like here because I guess he was trying to do some sort of Netflix deal yeah but it was like so funny like how many people it was like you know he's working on his shit right like leave him alone like right. Mike yeah. yeah let the man work yeah, yeah. And he, poor guy, he was like, he was like, he was like sitting there in his head, like, you, you know, like whenever you see someone like before a big speech, they're like, 
Question for both you guys. I know I was, you know, I was able to, to see you perform recently. It was a moment. I was looking around. I was like, a good half the crowd are comedians. The other like third or maybe more are podcasters. <laughs> oh yeah. And then there's yeah, that yeah. one couple on a date. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that normally how it works? Yeah. If you're uh, lucky, you yeah. get that much diversity. <laughs> like I, I li- in New York, especially, you'd just be, you'd be a comedian performing to five other comedians, and then you'd all walk to the next place and be a comedian performing to the same five comedians and go like, to the next place. And so, I, like, I, I'm thrilled every time that it's like, oh, there's also podcasters, yeah. Well, well, and then there's like Ben, just like, right, like the, whenever I went two weeks ago. Who's the little old guy that like has the raspy Richard. voice? Richard. It was his birthday and he brought a bunch of people. Yeah. And I was like sitting there. It took me forever. I was like, I was like, did these people just wander in here? Like, I don't, <laughs> this does not seem like a normal crowd here. And then like, I was like, ah, it's his birthday. And these are his friends or coworkers or something. Mm-hmm. And it was super cute. That guy is like super cute. He's I think he's the great. Yeah. I would say for me, like, like since you left and came back, like you were right. Like there were, there was like all these, like, there was like, I remember seeing a lot. I didn't go to a lot of it. Cause you know, sure. it, it, it just was all, like all all kinds of stuff going on all the time yeah, but there was like something where you guys would like uh it was kind of like a wrestling belt and like someone <laughs> would win it comedians <laughs> power, comedians power hour, yeah. yeah we just so did that, that up in trinity I, uh, saw Trinidad, yeah. I saw that yeah there was always something and then like you're right though it, it did turn into like this like you i would go to the one because there was an open mic at uh bozy uh, for a mm-hmm, while mm-hmm. and it, it seemed a little more cutthroat we used to do a thing. I mean, I'm, when we started any open mic that somebody yeah. signed up and they indicated that it was their first time doing stand up, we would like clap our faces off. Like it would just right, be like, this right. is a person for time. Blah, 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 blah. And then before and afterwards, just being like, that was incredible. Even if it was like right. nothing. Mm. Um, and then I was sitting at Red Door during one of the open mics right before COVID hit. And it was like, it's this guy's first time. And Royal and Kevin did a great job of bringing the guy up. And every comedian in the room just crossed their arms yep. and leaned back and were silent the entire yep. time. And I was like, ooh, jeez. Ooh. And honestly, like anywhere else you are in the country, that's what you do. Like you're supposed to bomb your first time so that you can decide whether or not this is for you. Right. But when I started doing comedy, we had no money here doing it. So I was like, we need to sure. recruit as many people as humanly possible to be doing this. So why not pump them up for their first couple times yeah. and like get them in the like in the river of what's happening. Happening here, and then bring out the knives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, well, we're not gonna get booked. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. They're like, they're like, I could do this for a living. <laughs> then they go up to Denver, and everybody's like, mm-hmm. How dare you? <laughs> now we're at about halfway point, so we'll take a quick break, yeah. and we'll be right back. What's Up ABQ is proud to be sponsored by Daisy Sticker Company. Fun stickers and affordable prices. Do you want your business, group, or team on a decal, cup, pop socket, or business card? Just contact Daisy Sticker on Instagram at Daisy Sticker Co. And now find them on Etsy at Daisy Sticker Co. 1. They'll print your artwork or design custom-made artwork for you. Add the promo code PODCAST for 10% off your purchase. Daisy Sticker Company, cool stickers and cool prices. Look for them on Instagram at Daisy Sticker Co. and now on Etsy at Daisy Sticker Co. 1. They help bring you What's Up ABQ. 
Are you looking for a good parenting podcast? <laughs> parenting versus podcast is not it. But we do hang out, we talk, we have fun, we have conversation, talk about life, get into the nitty gritty. And at the end, we even talk about what music we're listening to. It's really cool. Parenting versus podcast is a parenting podcast, kind of, but not really. It's me and Lindsay talking about what's on our mind. Check us out wherever you listen to podcasts at Parenting VS Podcasts. Again, that's Parenting VS Podcast. And we hope that you will find as much joy in the parenting process as we do. And we're back. I know. If you stuck around, we have our guest. Go ahead and reintroduce yourself. Hey, guys. I'm Sarah Kennedy. I'm a comedian here in Albuquerque. (laughs) So I was going to ask right before the break. So, like, I know the hotbeds are New York, Chicago, Denver, L.A. Yeah. So have you gotten to go to all all four of those places and and do comedy? I've done comedy in everywhere but Chicago. Okay. Uh, I mean, everywhere. Gosh, no. I mean, in each of those markets that you mentioned. Uh, And then also, I think Portland's got a great scene. Oh, that's right. Atlanta has a really great scene. but. But, like, Denver, like, you know, you just came back from Trinidad. Mm-hmm. Those cats come down from uh, uh, Denver, and I went to the, the first one they did, mm-hmm. and I got to see, like, Sam Talent. Oh, love Sam. And uh, he got on Marin. I thought that was crazy. Like <laughs> during amazing. COVID, during COVID, like, I was like, he wrote that book, mm-hmm. and then he got on Marin, and it, it was so crazy, like, his little, t- and he, you could tell, like, how excited he was to be on Marin. <laughs> but, like, have you got to do, like, when you go do comedy in Denver, is, it, is the scene just that amazing? Well, I, I mean, I haven't, I mean, Trinidad was the closest I've been oh. to Denver in like a like well not a whole decade but near I mean it definitely maybe a year or two before I moved to New York was the last time I was in Denver and it was right at or right before they legalized marijuana so oh, like okay. it was before the gentrification and like the real like ru- like yeah like green rush I guess yeah. of Denver but it was still I mean it, we we used to consider it like this like sister scene like we would yeah. hope to like right, right. we should just try to be like them like whatever Denver's doing we could do that like that seems mm-hmm. so easy like have a good time move around travel around the country like book your own tours like they they had such a a roadmap for us to follow and then just things in the town changed in a way that we we could never keep up with and so then they all kind of blew up because other big big comedians from the other cities that you mentioned would come in wanting to perform there so that they could also be part of the other legal things that had happened in in the city and so it was like why don't you guys come down to Albuquerque please we're so close oh man so you're not like when you talk about the the, the, the marijuana stuff mm-hmm. so we went up to the first Trinidad one mm-hmm. and like here you go to a party and it's like you walk in and they're like yeah here's where all the the, the liquor and, and the beer is and then you're like and so people are out back you know doing whatever they're doing you go to the party there you walk in into a cloud Everyone's handing around a bong, and then you're like, "Oh, do you guys have any beers?" And they're like, "Oh, uh, yeah, they're in the back, back there." It's like a total flip. <laughs> do, doing whatever they do, yeah, 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 yeah doing you know, kind uh, of machete through smoke. Yeah. To, like, get it to was. They, we went to this party, and I was like, with all the comedians, and I was, and they were just watching the. So they're, they're like, they're just all sitting in front of a TV, watching the Avalanche play because it was like the playoffs. Oh. I, I literally walk in, and it was like Cheech and Chong. Like I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit." Like, man, you guys really do smoke some weed. So I guess that's what's coming here. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's what's wild, too, yeah. is I wonder, like, what's going to happen to Denver once all the like spaces around them are, like, we are just as much on, on uh, board as... And then we're kind of ahead. Yeah. Because you heard, you know, about the, the lounge and the oh. we can have and patio stuff. We can have that. They don't have that. That's wild. So we're going to be able to have, like, supposedly Inside Out supposed to turn into one. What? 
because it's got. Oh, no re- I saw them doing all of their like um, seminars and everything yeah. in space. That's incredible. Yeah. So you, you're going to be able to just go smoke weed and watch comedy. It's like a hookah lounge, mm-hmm. but like a real hookah lounge. Yeah. Right. So where do you where do you want to see comedy go in Albuquerque in the future? So I I think since I started doing comedy, I've been obsessed. I always compare it to like me trying to do a pull up. Like I've never been able to do a pull up not <laughs> once in my life. I never passed the presidential like PE oh, test neither. or whatever. Me neither. I can never do it. I've always like just like as difficult as it is for me physically to try to do a pull up. It is that difficult for me mentally to imagine what it would take to sustain a, like a brick and mortar comedy club in, in town. Like I, yeah. I am obsessed with it. What would it take? Where in town should it be? What like? Um, and I thought for a long time it was because of the alcohol laws, and now that's changing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I thought maybe it was because we're a little bit of an oasis away. From, we're like four to six hours away from the nearest big, big town, is surrounded by New Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And yeah, so then I thought maybe that was a big part of it. Um, but then, I don't know, there's like, I, I've been doing all this research into it. It's like, we've got 500,000 people in Albuquerque. Right. The nearest town in um, population to us is Milwaukee, is underneath us. And then Tucson is right above us. And Tucson has multiple comedy clubs. Right. And like El Paso has multiple places mm-hmm. to perform. There, it, it just it, it boggles my mind that we haven't been. And there's been attempts. Like well, so, the second, the, the last one, mm-hmm. I open mean, source it, or it, the comedy uh, vault, the comedy vault, the comedy vault. Okay. My God, I don't know about the open source. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't hear about that one. <laughs> so comedy vault. I mean, I have a little bit of background on that one. And it was somebody from Texas that came in and they wanted to start a place, and the guy was just a scumbag. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. He still attacks Tendrick Benham all the time. And he comes in like with fake names, and you'll know it's him because he'll call all of us fat, and he'll 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 degrade Holly Ann and oh. just like yeah, and, and immediately it's either he, it's him and his like cronies. Uh-huh. That place would have been perfect. I mean, I, old Maloney's, sure. Yeah. That's great. Centrally I mean, located. Y- you got rid of the vomit smell. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> the and, bathrooms uh, are still okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it would have been great. And then, you know, he just came in and was just not a good person. And no. uh, ugh, where, sadly. Would where would you want to see comedy, a dedicated I, brick and mortar? I'm so glad you asked that question. Oh, okay. um, I, well, because I live downtown mm-hmm. and I'm a huge downtown tonight. Like, I, I, I think downtown Albuquerque <laughs> is the best place in Albuquerque. Yeah, like, I want to be in the most city part of the city. That's yeah. always my dream. I think it should be downtown. I have. <laughs> yeah, I wish you'd have been like, uh, since I live downtown, Rio Rancho. The heights? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Tramway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, there's some cool places by Seagull High School. Or High school. Um, but like, I, I think, uh, I, I mean, I've always thought, well, honestly, for a long time, I kind of thought uh, Art Bar would have been a cool spot. Yeah. Like, I mean, the ceilings are too high, so Still I would have high, dropped yeah. that down with some like Still ceiling, candy, sound Still candy, I panel. guess. Well, I. <laughs> Maybe, um, but like I heard, I heard some news. Um, but like oh, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I just thought, like, what a pretty stage, and everything is still set up in there, yeah. and it's already got like a, a pretty dedicated bar space. So I thought that was a neat one. Then after Trick Clock uh, lost their their yeah. space space, I was like, well, I mean, can you imagine showing up on Second and Gold, and then being like, are you here for improv or stand up? And then just being like, yep. and then you can go into the box for improv, right. or you can go into um, the box for stand up, or uh, into our space for mm-hmm. stand up, and then you could switch at the end of the hour and like taking a full night of comedy. Yeah. I thought that would be 
so cool. Well, I know I know the box took it over though, yeah. Well, they uh, not not the last conversation I had with them, but they I mean they're it's the same landlord. It's a, yeah. all three spots had the same landlord, and I thought that that would have been just like oh, neat. I, I talked to Doug, and he literally said they took it. They were taking. Well, it. that's such yeah. interesting well, news. You want to yeah. know what's up, ABQ? That. But I mean, you know, that, <laughs> so because we we were doing the Brawlers mm-hmm. podcast just go, mm-hmm. we were looking at that. Yeah, oh, God, it's really and uh, it is. And like mm-hmm. I kept telling, I was like, dude, it's already set. Like it has bleachers and all that. Mm-hmm. Totally. I literally was like, maybe I can have my wedding in there. <laughs> Well, but the armbar's not a bad one either. No, it's, it's like, beautiful. You know, like you said, like but and, and the funny thing, what I love about that place is like people go in and set up a business there and like they just literally turn the lights on and go, Oh, we're a new place. <laughs> oh, we're buying that. All yep. the same and, <laughs> and I was like, I love what you did. What? I love what you did with the place. And literally that means you turn the lights on. <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, you put a wine rack on the oh, wall. Dangling uh, lights. It's brand new. Oh, but, yeah, I love it. I think I think that furniture has been through like three different businesses. <laughs> if it's still there and it works, man, that's right. good oh, furniture. No. Right? I always liked it. Yeah. And then honestly, oh, so okay, so the Comedy Vault and uh, Open Source, which was the other comedy club that was um, like uh, grassroots and created by Danger no. and uh, Jason Green. Uh, oh, okay. And that was so I, all of those spaces. I, I was wondering what happened to him. I hadn't heard, I hadn't seen him in like forever. Yeah, I don't so, really know him, but I know of him. Yeah. So J- Jason doesn't perform very often, and Danger has been. Well, he's back in school, so he's kind of. That's what I'm talking. Juggling, yeah. Okay. But um, all of those spaces, so Comedy Vault, Open Source, and then also the old Red Door on Gold in the same yeah. building, which I was like, whoop. Ooh, yeah. Uh, but it's all the same landlord. And right. he also occasionally performs stand-up, so he's got like a real affinity for okay. it. Okay. So I've always been like, well, I, I keep an eye on his spaces in particular, because yeah. I'm like, well, if any of those would work, I would... And sometimes I think maybe the best thing to do is just like a gallery with a stage, and you just do like a humorous gallery thing that also has... <laughs> like <laughs> occasional like stuff and do you remember when there was like I remember uh, 10 years ago there would just be like improv shows all over oh yeah now like even like before COVID that was all gone mm-hmm. like you would go I just remember people were like yeah we're gonna go to this uh, place up in, in in Knob Hill it was a bike shop yeah well yep. there was one I went in and they had like old like Apple products <laughs> like they had like old Macs and stuff and I and, love that sort of play you know well like, but it was like beginners and it was like mm-hmm. these beginners that did it and I just remember going oh wow I don't like improv and then I, and <laughs> I end up, and I end up <laughs> going to the show and I'm like oh I do like well, I love improv, improv. Mm-hmm. and I was like these people are good. like and I was like okay there's a difference between beginner and da, 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 da. and you have to kind of like figure that and like I implore people if you've never seen the show oh, at the box go. theater go I've been several times it's amazing and no matter who the cast is always amazing and sometimes it's Bob Odenberg yeah. which is so nice I've right? seen him twice there <laughs> and uh, one of the times they just kind of like stopped it and like did an interview with him which I was kind of like eh. and then the other time it was just flat out uh, they just did improv and I was like I was like Yes, <laughs> Mr. Show, the Mr. Show fan in me was right. like, oh. "It's gonna be a good night." Yeah, <laughs> I so I think strategically, what would be really cool would be to do like a late night Thursday night show um, that could be almost like the way the show is for improv, but yeah. with the people who perform at Santa Ana from like six to eight. It's people who have been, like, they have their own 30 minutes on County Central. Or, oh, right, like, big, yeah. big people, you know? And so if we have this late night one that maybe, like, just at, like, Moonlight Lounge or, like, whatever, then as soon as they're done and they're like, what else has happened? So, so it's, it's like, like semi-underground oh, yeah, if you wanted well, to go You just over never there. know who's going to come. Right? right. Be fun. So why does... Okay. 
Here's an interesting question. Mm -hmm. And I asked this, like, saying I kind of, like, may be able to talk to people, but why isn't the Moonlight Lounge when it's not being used be a comedy club? I mean, so, I, I to be honest, and spoiler mm -hmm. alert, and I don't know, I mean, I've had, like, three, two emails yeah. with Barney about this, but I did talk to him about it. Like, okay. would you be cool with this? And then, honestly, if it's a night that you guys have something going on in Sunshine, I'll move down to the box that night. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. Um, just let us do something that's, like, from 9.30 until 11. Why wouldn't I? He was fine with it. I so, it'd be would, really yeah. cool. And I, I, that that corner when there's not shootings is a really cool corner. I love Bar <laughs> Uno. So I love quirky. NYPD. I love like <laughs> right. No, because like so when Joe he had that uh, he had low spirits mm -hmm. and he was paying a double lease on it, a mm -hmm. lease on the building and a lease on the liquor license. Ooh. So like whenever he gave it up, like he moved back because he had Moonlight Lounge and it just sat there like unused forever. And then he started using it again. And like when Billy left, mm -hmm. I was like, Hey, Barney, Billy's leaving. Can we do a show there? And man, it was like, he was like, yeah. And we came in and did a show, and I'm like, like I don't know why you couldn't. I think I, I'd like to, and then also yeah. it's, it's walking distance from my building, so I'd be uh, like, wow. time to go tell the There's notes. the alternative yeah, exactly. uh, I'll, I'll nudge him too. That'd be cool. I mean, yeah. I just really think it'd be a really neat. And then yeah. he was, uh, the, the last time we had talked, it was one of those things where he'd be like, would you be cool with a band playing after you? And I was like, I would be thrilled to like yeah. do some sort of SNL thing at the end where it's like, ladies and gentlemen, that'd be fun. Bitch. You know, like right? whatever it is at the very How awesome end. That'd be. Yeah. I thought of that, like, because I was thinking of that whenever Burt's closed. The old bird. And I was Rip. like, man, if I could get the money, I would open it up and I would do like stand up comedy from like seven to ten in the on Friday and Saturdays and then from ten to like close mm -hmm. bands, you know? Mm -hmm. Why not? You know? I used to think that the best place in town that could have been a comedy club would have been Atomic. Yeah. I yeah. think Atomic Cantina was such a perfectly built space where it was like the Litter. stage is in the back. Yeah, exactly. Stage in the back, yeah. perfectly fine bar in the yeah. front, and then like... The psychedelic bathroom. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Did you ever go in the men's room? Well, I mean, I wasn't allowed. Yeah, no, I, I, would, I would grab people and be like, come check this shit out. God, it, was like, it was like you were on acid. Like, they painted the entire ceiling, they painted all the walls in like white with like black cartoon characters everywhere. Oh. And there was like a little dude with no arms standing next to a painted track like just and weird and you tip him when you were and, done and <laughs> yeah like if you were on acid you would just be in there probably like oh, what the fuck am I in hell and it had no mirror it was like <laughs> yeah. it was like was it I was out with my sister once and I was like the third place I went to so I was already kind of gone yeah. and, and I walked in and I was like what what am I looking at uh, <laughs> Atomic Lounge Atomic it, it was amazing you had, to, you had PBR's bridge the, oh Atomic oh so for my 21st birthday I was just obsessed with seeing the inside of these bars that I yeah, oh, wow. heard yeah. so much about so we went to um, Anodyne, obviously, mm -hmm. and I obviously. cannot wait for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I so know. Uh, when is that? It's coming up. It's coming up. It, yeah. they, they just okay. had to redo something with their ice fridge and then get some oh. things on some stuff. I heard they have plexiglass between the bartender and the crowd. Well, that's going to be real interesting. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, they should probably done that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> right? Absolutely. So I went there, and then I went to Atomic, and I think we maybe ended up at Bert's, but it was my 21st oh. birthday, so I couldn't so, tell yeah. you. Yeah. So for people back in the day, Bert's like had a swamp cooler, <laughs> and like it couldn't keep up with oh, the amount no. of people in there. So it gets so hot. You would go over to Atomic and then just, you know, Atomic would get the overflow and then you would go over and be like, oh, $3 pint PBR. Yeah. Oh, let's clean this thing out. Yeah. On Thursdays, especially. Oh, like, yeah. You just bounce back. Yeah, you do the 75 yeah. ones at, at Burt's. Yeah. Oh, and then when right. things were too busy and too sweaty or whatever, yeah. you go to Atomic and be like, it's crazy over there. Okay. Yeah. Go okay. Back. The 75 cent PBR, the one time people in Albuquerque showed up early for anything. <laughs> it's, it's true. true. I was one of them. <laughs> it's like, you get there at nine, they're like, yeah, we're, it's already gone. It's like, shit. It was started Burt's and then 
we go to Anda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we oh, do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're all like, it was great. So, and I'm about to go off on tangents. I should yeah. know. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Okay. So how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, 11 years. 11 years. So you're kind of at that like spot where like they say like, oh, your overnight sensation only took 10 years. 10 years. You know? <laughs> I mean, so where do you go from here? I mean, do you feel like Albuquerque is a place where you could jump off and like have a good career and like keep going now that we're kind of in more of a social media age um it's interesting because like i i mean bought a house here so i'm pretty invested in uh, being part of albuquerque and i I, even when i was gone like i feel the entire time i was in new york if you asked anybody in new york they'd just be like she will not shut up about albuquerque like i was like (laughs) like in golden girls that uh, the betty white character who just talks about her town in minnesota i was that for albuquerque like i was out there just like an ambassador for albuquerque like every time i was golden pride you can get a number two (laughs) yeah exactly i was the same way when i lived in the midwest the same thing yeah so i would be, I, I was just like constantly talking about how great it was and like oh, I'm going back and blah blah mm-hmm. blah and then and then when we moved back here we were like oh it's no problem because COVID hit and so we were able to be I was on a million Zoom shows that were mostly New York comedians and then my talk show with the box I bring in somebody yeah. that I've met from away and have them meet somebody who's locally local hopefully everything I do I, I want to celebrate and uplift and do stuff for Albuquerque even when I'm away cool. and so to be here uh, I do get the chance to like write packets for SNL like I did last year and nice. I write packets for lots of talk shows but even if I got hired for them which never happens if um, you're listening right please hire well, me Lauren Michaels yeah. if you're listening yeah. it's all and like there's been times where it's like I've pitched cartoon series to studios and I've made sure to set them in Albuquerque and like do that kind of that's stuff cool. too so it's um, that's never worked before <laughs> Mike Judge <laughs> well SNL is about like the rumor is, is like half their cast is like leaving yeah like a bunch of them but I would say reverse wise to have so much industry out here now, yeah. there has to be some sort of like way to engage them with the local scene that's going on. And I'm not entirely sure how to unlock that, mm-hmm. um, but it would be really cool. Well, that's the, that's the perpetual problem with Albuquerque <laughs> is you have like this connected scene of people who always know what's going on and then everyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you run into these people where like you may work with them at like, you know, whatever your job is. And they're like, I don't know, I'm probably going to move away from here. There's really not a lot to do. Yes. Here. And then you go, oh, really? Well, I'll take you out and like get you in connected. And I've done that with like three people, and they're like, they'll tell me like they'll be like, oh, look, this is coming. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even see that yet. But it's like there's such a you know huge gap between the two different kinds of people who live here. I'd say there's almost like a third type of person who just like has worked really hard. Yeah. Has a really nice car and has a really nice TV, and they're really cool with being at their house. Sure. sure. And so like you'll never get them to leave. Like no, they'll, they'll never leave. They'll come out for like someone's birthday. Yeah, or their That's friend. It. Yeah, it's like a they'll friend. They'll have a drink thing. and then they're out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have those friends. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think that that's a. I don't. I don't even know if it's worth going after those people. No. But I think that as things grow and change here in Albuquerque, we're going to see more people who want to go out and want to have some sort of nightlife. And I think right. I have an important question to ask. Great. Are you Are you ready? <laughs> yes, please. No. I'm serious. This, okay, this please. Okay. I know. Okay. Right. Okay. Red or green? Uh, we'll see. I go green. Okay. I think red tastes like pennies, and I think that that's like a very like. Oh my god! And your next show will be at. I know. <laughs> You can find her. I know where she lives. I like green a lot. And, a and I wonder if maybe this is like some sort of dumb suburbanite rebellion that I had growing up, but I would always be like green on the side and then like not touch it growing up. Like being like, I still mm. do that. Well, Don't I, tell anybody. But then I moved to New York <laughs> and it was so hard to come across any like yeah. red or green yeah. chili. Yeah. And um, there was one new Mexican restaurant in New 
York. Oh, okay. And they was had... Was it any good? So good. Okay. And yeah. I think they're closed now because of oh. COVID. But they had huevos rancheros that were like... Yes. On par. Yes. And I was like, I would go in and just house them. Mm-hmm. And then now mm-hmm. it makes it... What was the, like, the, the atmosphere like? It was really interesting because <laughs> it did seem like it was kind of like a, a whatever they could find around New York to yeah. be like, like, this is pretty much like New Mexico or whatever. And I kept telling them like, let me go buy you a ristra. Like, I'll bring yeah. you a ristra yeah. back. And they're like, we have one or whatever. But it looked like firecrackers or like, you know, like, it was like not a real one. I was like, we oh. should we should mail them shit. Like, yeah. like we'll just send you whatever. Pictures, we'll pictures of Don Schrader. Yeah, or... exactly. We'll send you guys whatever you need. So the important follow-up question Al is. Hurricane side. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. COVID, not COVID, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go somewhere in town for good green chili, mm-hmm. where do you go? Not a relative's house. Okay. So if I'm going for really good green chili, mm. my family always goes to Sadie's mm. when we need, because they've got long tables. So oh, we, yeah, can fit yeah, a big, yeah. we can big, fit a big family there. So that's the kind of New Mexican food that makes me feel like I'm with my family and very oh, much okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the idea of just getting to get potatoes and beans as a, as a meal. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> to me. And I love that. I think El Pinto has like a really nice atmosphere. I don't know about their, their chili is fine. Yeah. I, I'll go with Sadie's as my okay. Answer, no, I mean, and it's a great answer. I mean, wait, wait, which Sadie's though? Well, Fourth Street. Okay. That's yeah, I mean, if it were up to me, it should still be in the bowling alley. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> I always feel like New Mexican food. We like, like when people come here, it's like someone was like, "Wow, you guys serve food here like you're never going to eat again." Like it's just like a huge amount of food, <laughs> it's so like good. everywhere, you know, like wax or like Sadie. You know, it's like just. I had to like yeah. not go to like any even like Mexican food out in the Midwest because I knew I'd be sad. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 you just... I will say the one red chili dish that I will eat and love beyond compare is Frontier's pozole. Uh, it's so. good good. Yep. Super good. I can eat that in the, the heat of the summer. If you're hungover. I, I like to yeah. wait till the winter. I'm going to oh. get a fried egg on top of it. Oh, my uh, God. You're making me hungry. <laughs> right, right, right. So where, where are you performing at? Uh, well, it's Monday when we're recording this, so I yeah. will definitely be at Inside Out. <laughs> where about, okay. Whereabouts maybe like in, in the next couple of weeks? Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, I will say this last weekend, uh, me and a bunch of New Mexico comedians got to go up to Aztec and do a music festival that was like a rave. It was like a full-on oh, rave. That. I saw Zach Beta like dancing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we all just jokes in the parking lot and it was so fun and we were we were it's a sanctioned event and we were just show up but <laughs> they just came yeah. <laughs> stood uh, up on a hood y'all what has everybody doing today? <laughs> but I've got uh, Sarah Kennedy and friends uh, for the box online um, on Thursday and uh, then I'm doing a show at Hollow Spirits with A. Marie Castillo who just moved also back from New York but she's from here and then um, a show at Revelry Revel I haven't been there Revelry yet. yeah it's yeah. like part of that big um, you know how everything is now a food court. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the food court that's in uh, over by Top Golf. Oh, it's oh, okay. food court. I was trying to think of that place. Today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm in that one on the 23rd. And, you know, that, that really takes care of okay. it for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They can go, uh, do you have a website? Oh, yeah. So it's sarahkcomedy.com. There you go. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm Sarah Comedy on <laughs> Twitter and Instagram, but okay. it's Sarah K and then the rest of the word, comedy. I it, it looks so nice spelled out. It right. sucks okay. to talk about on the podcast. That's all right. It happens. <laughs> all right. Well, is there anything else that you want to share? People maybe thinking about getting into comedy you know and they're already you know yeah. they don't know where to start or maybe they don't know how to go about the process or mm-hmm. whatever I should have mentioned this too I host an open mic at Sidewinders every Wednesday okay. and it's a, everything open mic um, but it also means that it's karaoke yeah. um, but you can't hear it but they have a full thing if, you, if that's how you want to sing at the open mic you can oh, wow. you've got the backing track for you mm-hmm. and that's every Wednesday from 8 until close and so if you wanted to I would host it 
and make make sure you feel very welcome to start comedy. Hey. But also just jump in. Just jump in and try it. It's oh. definitely yeah. worth it. And also on Tuesdays, she teaches comedy at the Learning Annex. Exactly. I'm just <laughs> That'd be all messed up. I would. I would love to. <laughs> yeah. Here's the joke structure. <laughs> learning access. Step yeah. one. If you're listening. It's <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. OMG, did you hear Kim is officially divorcing Kanye? Good riddance. Took her long enough. Good thing they have a prenup. Anyways, did you ever go to that new brewery? Yeah, and remember that dude named Jake I went on a date with one time? He was there also. (laughs) Oh yeah, the one with the corduroy pants. Yeah, that one. I'll give you the details later, but is somebody listening in on us? Oh hey friends, thanks for dropping in. I'm Cassie. And I'm Felicia. Who doesn't love a good conversation with friends? Except these friends just happen to have a podcast. Listen in as we give our opinions on, well, just about everything, really. All Sick has new episodes every Thursday at 5 p.m., available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major streaming platforms. We hope to hang with you soon. Bye! Cooking the Books is a podcast about food and literature, the inspiration behind the stories, and how these recipes come to life in my kitchen. Come for the books, stay for the food. So, Chris, what are we going to talk about for Season 3 of What's a Baby Q? Well, Ryan, you see that guy screaming on the bus? Find out on the show. Ooh, I love that guy. Or how about a real-life alien? Ooh, that's cool. How about a dairy farmer? How about a talking chili? How about a fireman? Ooh, how about just two hours of beer pouring into a can? A statue. A streetcar. An art bus. (laughs) Several art buses. Catch the next episode of What's a Baby Q? Season 3.